This college basketball picks edition of the Sports Game on Podcast brought to you by Game Time, your home for the lowest price last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app today and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdogs Pick 'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays. Player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. What's up, guys? This is Carson Steele. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Sports gambling podcast from Sean. Second, the one agreement with my partner picks Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Ah, oh, the back to college hoops. The the pure form of basketball. This I rarely do I just disgustingly agree with a Colby. That is a disgusting act. A Colby Dan cold take, but I am, uh, I brought over the styrofoam cooler. I, I even brought my own rocking chair sitting oh. on, uh, sitting on his porch right now. Ready to talk. The fuck is the NBA doing? <laughs> just don't play Talking the, about the all-star game. Just don't play the game. I, it's not even a hot take. Like, I don't understand how you can be an NBA fan and be like, yeah, that was cool. Like the old timers sitting courtside were like, fuck, this is past my bedtime. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. Was that a bad take? No, no, no. I mean, some people are like, oh, sure everyone's complaining take. about the all-star game. It's like, yeah, you can play a little bit of defense and have a competitive fun game. I, I there's, there's a middle ground where you're not like doing hard fouls cause it's an all-star game, but also it's it's still basketball. You can play a competitive pickup game and not worry about getting hurt. It's like the. I mean, honestly, there more effort. I was uh, exposing my my daughter to the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, more effort. Well, and and, and and the Globetrotters have ladders, right? And so as ladder, as ladder aficionados, we love some uh, ladders. Yeah, I I do think. Um, I can't imagine Kobe Bryant is proud of his name being on the MVP of this award. Oh yeah, he get, would get be, it off. He right? would be disgusted. We, Rip that thing right off. Do we start a petition? Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure his estate would sign off. Uh, joining us here to talk college basketball, the host of the College Basketball Experience, Colby Dant, aka Pick Dundee. What's happening, Colby? I I didn't uh, I didn't even know they still did an All Star game. I, I oh, thought boy. I thought the NBA Finals have been pathetic <laughs> in the past you know fifteen years or so. Oh boy! Uh, you fired him up, Ryan. You fired him up. You know, there's a uh, before we get to the picks uh, and Lo some Ciento. <laughs> and some touting. We got to talk about uh, Rick Pitino erupting after the latest. St. John's lost. Cra- Colby, I thought you, you were, were going to tell me it was a diner. <laughs> thought you were going to say he erupted <laughs> and boom! I immediately call. went to diner space. I did. I did quote tweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, one of it, I mean, he, just so many great quotes from Patino. Quote: This is the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. This has been so disappointing. Do we have shitty facilities? Yes, we do. Patino said, but we are doing something 
about that, but there's no reason. That's not the reason we're losing. Having shitty facilities has nothing to do with guarding. Joel uh, Soriano, he's slow laterally. He's not fast on the court. Patino said. Chris Ledlam is slow laterally. Sean Conaway slow laterally. Brady Dunlap's physically weak. Drissa Traore is slow laterally. We kind of lost this uh, season with the way we recruited. He said we recruited the. Uh, oh antithesis boy. of the way I coach. It's a good group. They try hard, but they're not very tough. It's not the job. You could be at Missouri and recruit slow players. Believe me, it's not St. John's. We had to put a team together at the last second. We will never, ever do that again. Wow. Um, Yikes. Yes. Ooh. I mean, Colby, what's your, what are your thoughts on calling out his entire, uh, all the players he recruited? I mean, I thought it was a little bitch move personally by him. Um, Whoa! And, wow. You know, yeah. I mean, t- I think he's in the wrong. I think this is him complaining because he signed on to be St. John's coach when they have no NIL really, and there's a different game than it was Kentucky and L- and Louisville. You were able to break rules. You were able to drop bags under the table. Now it's a different playing field. You signed on with the university that, that has had a lot of red flags as far as NIL collective. They don't throw that much money into athletics. So when you go use the portal and you can't get big names, you signed up for this, Rick. Oh, Quit wow. bitching. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. It, it's, I, I like a coach calling out his players, but you, you could do this, like, you know, you could do this behind the scenes. I mean, it's not, it's, <laughs> I mean, as a guy who's slow laterally, it's not my fault. I'm trying as hard as I can, Look. coach. And you can call him out behind the scenes. And what about great coaching to me? You take with the players you have and you elevate them. You take the players you have, you build a scheme that fits them. It's like maybe, but you know, you have to adjust your scheme to fit the players you have. You're not getting new players halfway through the season. You have to fucking adjust. It is a bit of a cop out. And then do we have shitty facilities? Yes. It's fucking basketball. Like, what do you need? Besides a ten foot rim and a and a hoop, uh, I see. I think there's something there. I think he's basically saying that to get the donors to get their shit together. Yeah. Uh, but but I will say this: this is the only thing I'll give him credit for. Is like it's not like they're getting blown out. They've had leads in every game in the Big East, like even the UConn game. They have blown second half leads in almost every one of their losses. So clearly, they're, you're not that far off. But yeah, I still thought it was a bitch move, but I, I think it's also him trying to finagle dollars because he knows that uh, you know, if you look at some of his players from last year that went on I mean, he wasn't at St. John's last year, but when he walked into a team, there were a few players that transferred out. Now I know some people say that he pulled a Dion and said, get the fuck out. I don't believe that because I, I know Rick Patino. I, I feel like <laughs> I know his teams. I know his teams, and I feel like I would be very shocked if he if he did not want Posh Alexander, who's a stud at Butler, to be on his roster. I personally think Butler said, "Hey, we'll offer you more money," and boom, that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, come on, this is anytime a coach has an outburst, it's about getting more money from the donors or for the school or some or something. Uh, we've seen this now many many times. Uh, I think he's just running out the game. But but Colby's right. He took a job at a program that doesn't historically do all the things that he wants to do. So it was convenient. It was in New York. We still like Rick Pitino, but boy, I feel like I'm uh, the the scandal opportunity is just going to keep going up and up. With the more he's near the end too. He's one of these coaches. He's like, all right, well. Um, Things are changing. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. But if this, if if we're two years from now and in the same situations going on with this team, 
Uh, he's still freaking it out. I feel like we're gonna have like a medical something or other. He's no longer gonna coach. Uh, Would, wouldn't it be great if Joel Soriano, who I know he's had his struggles, if he said, "Well, you know, I think if they interviewed him, he's like, I think we should get better coaching." I mean, the guy's got to know that the, it's not it's not 1994 anymore. Well, you know, there's the NIL, <laughs> and uh, you know, if we if we were to get better players, you know, if he gave up some of his his millions that he's making contract wise to give it to other players, we could bring in better players. That's the death sentence. You like nowadays to to like uh, to have an outburst at your donors is one thing. To have an outburst at the players, you're just putting down game tape that every uh, everyone else is now going to be like, "Well, I don't want to deal with that fucking grumpy old vampire looking motherfucker." He's just going to call look, me the, out in the public. There's a reason why though. You're seeing this in all of college athletics. You know, yeah. you're le- Nick Saban retired, Coach K yeah. retired, Roy Williams retired, Jay Wright retired. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the college game will probably look like the NBA all-star game in 10 years, but wow, um, you know, uh, but I, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You sign up for it and well, uh, I, don't bitch. I think it only affects the very top though. I do think that like once the dust settles with NIL, it's going to, it's going to not be this crazy tool except for the top 1%. And then you're going to find, oh, okay. You're going to see a lot more guys sticking around uh, if they want to be coaches at their mid major, or if they want the bag, all of a sudden they're sitting on someone's bench at Duke or they're sitting on someone's bench at fucking Ohio state, not giving a fuck collecting a bag like chip Kelly, chip yeah. Kelly's probably didn't need to get some shrapnel there, but chip he, Kelly, he's a yeah. representation of someone that no want no longer wants to deal with actually being a head coach. Just wants Everybody, to coach ball. I mean, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. So yeah, to your point, uh, AAU America is coming for college ball. Well, hey, let's. Uh, I mean, we got we got a we got a tout. Uh, nice little. Do we? Yeah. Well, I, I I at least I I mean, double hawks and hit the money line dog on Saturday's show, and uh, we hit our uh, Princeton uh, Princeton UConn parlay. That was easy money. Rolling. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to uh, I had to shave because I had throw up all over my beard after the uh, Virginia Wake Forest game. Oh, we were just talking wow. about what a great cover that was uh, for Wake. I of course was all over Wake plus three and a half. Never a doubt. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it closed at two and a half. Well, all everyone, you need, all uh, you need was one free throw. Everyone makes fun of me. Oh, Sean, all you do is take the team with uh, it's better at free throws. Free throws oh, matter, God. and you saw it in that. I mean, come on. Put a co- I mean, th- th- just put a coin in uh, old college basketball Sean anytime he's on the right side of a free throw disparity that we disagree <laughs> disagree with him, Colby. Sorry, Ryan, can't hear you. I'm just seventy uh, percent on my locks for the season, thirty five and fifteen. Wow. Uh, consensus plays four and four, but uh, still a staggering one hundred seven, seventy nine and two on the positive side. Uh, if you were blindly fading our consensus plays, you would be down thirty eight point seven units this season. So worst of luck to those who fade us and our college basketball picks. We're going to get to the picks. Of course, shout out to game time. Maybe you want to check out some uh, college basketball live shout out to Aveta. Uh, she's doing her own version of the uh, college football campus tours. I see she's going to all these different games. If you want to uh, hit up college basketball, maybe get your poncho out, maybe get ready to storm the court. Uh, we uh, of course uh, that Hilarious uh, single guy storming the court at Detroit Mercy. That was great. I mean, that could be you in person. You can't storm the court uh, watching the game at home. That's why you got to sign up over at GameTime.co. Use the promo code SGP and get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download the GameTime app. Lowest tickets 
uh, uh, lowest tickets, last minute prices or last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. They got the game time guarantee. If you can find a better ticket, same uh, section, same row for a lower price, they will refund you 110% of the difference. They offer that because they know you're not going to find a better price. Let's go to gametime.co, promo code SGPN. Hello. Oh boy. What's going on here? Get get back in here. Colby. That was a, that, that was a, that was a fun one green because he was he was it was like the Tommy boy. You can get a good look at a butcher's ass by sticking your head up one. Wait, no, that had to be your bull. Um <laughs> He kept messing up the phrase. It was great. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to make some picks? I'm ready. I don't know about you two uh, jabrons. Oh. Sean's feeling good this morning. You hear, mm. you hear this energy? Well, it's because Ryan's just making fun of me for not being good at NFL slot machine. Did you, you know, hear the story, Colby? Karma. Colby might not have heard the story, but Colby, basically, what happened was we we had some group money that we had to kind of burn, so we decided we were going to throw a, a, a each throw a chunk into the NFL slot machine. After a, I, I could tell right from the get go, like Sean had already made and like insinuated that he was ready to be done with this thing. So eventually he's like, I'm done. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll buy you out. So I'm going to continue to play. As soon as he walks away, like he probably could have looked over his shoulder and seen it happen. I hit a jackpot. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Sean's on a cooler and he's upset about it. And he seems to be taking it out on us no, on the college I, I, basketball. I'm, I'm, I, I know I'm on a cooler. That's why I decided to leave the machine being a good friend that I am oh, and excellent. leave a leave, you know, leave some positive mojo left for you. Now your teamwork's on a heater. My teamwork, my teamwork is on a heater, but you know, if you want to keep rubbing in my face, I'm telling you, that's not, <laughs> it's not what the gambling gods like. Ah, I'm feeling so good after those hand pays. All right. Heading to the, my favorite time slot on the, the daily calendar. It's three 30 on the West coast. That's when they start playing college basketball. We're heading to Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, AKA the home of Villanova. Uh, they, they got it done for me the other day as a 10 point favorite against the Kill horrible, Georgetown. horrible Georgetown. Uh, they've just been an absolute fade machine at home. Butler comes to town here. Villanova laying six and a half. Butler has been uh, a fickle bitch and I've been uh, struggling <laughs> to figure her out. Colby, are we uh, are we taking the points here? I think it's a little too much. So I think you got to take the points. I think yeah. Nova should be favored. Um, but uh, yeah, both teams kind of in, on the on the bubble there. I mean, Nova probably on the outside still. Uh, Butler right in the middle there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Nova's won two in a row. They're eight and four at home. Uh, whenever they don't play the and, and look, if you took away their four losses, like. As long as they don't play anyone in Philadelphia, this team's pretty good. Um, but uh, I think Butler still covers it. Butler's been good on the road. They won at Marquette. You know they've had they, they've had some other very close games where they lost. At, what was it? The Providence game where it went to overtime. They blew the cover in overtime. Um, they covered, but they only lost by nine at uh, at UConn. They beat the piss out of uh, Georgetown in in DC there. Uh, they can cover this. I wouldn't be surprised if they won it outright, but I think you know we're looking at a one or two possession game. Well, but I mean, yeah, Butler coming off back to back home losses. It seems like a, in three losing three out of the last four. Yeah, I don't think I think this is a tough spot for Butler. <clears throat> oh, I, I mean, this is the ultimate like get right kind of important uh, important stretch here with Villanova and Seton Hall on deck. Uh, Got to imagine. Um, yeah, I, I would say the to Colby's point. My first thought here was that Villanova is in a spot where we want to bet against them. 
I think in general Villanova at home has been a good, a better fade spot than Villanova. Seven and five road. ATS at home. Yeah, that's right, almost right down the middle. And so I, I'd, I'd be curious what that number is in conference play. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take the points with Colby and Butler. I'm fading you guys. I'm taking Villanova. I think they've figured some things out. I think Georgetown win and cover nice confidence boost, beat up on some lower competition. And Butler has been cold as of late. I, I don't know if Butler, I mean, they've lost three out of the last four. I don't think uh, this is necessarily the easiest bounce back situation to go in a hostile Nova environment. Cole even said it himself. They're on the bubble. They need this. Uh, they're they're not used to missing the tournament. I think they're going to be fired up. They are a desperate team, a wounded animal at home. I like Nova here a lot. Give me Nova laying the six and a half. Coaching advantage clearly on Butler. Mm-hmm. Bad model working to that upgrade after the season. Although who, maybe Butler's a better job. I don't know. Tennessee, four p.m. on the West Coast, heads to Columbia, Missouri, to take on the Tigers of Missouri. Volunteers laying 13 and a half bit of a bit of a, uh, I, I don't view this as a recruiting battle for old Rick Barnes, but um, yeah, I don't know. Missouri has been one of those uh, interesting spots on the road here in the sec. What are we doing? They're winless in the sec, but I cashed it on, on, on Saturday as they, they went to Oxford and, and, and stayed in that game, almost won the game. Uh, they're better than their record. I mean, I know they're winless. They haven't won this year. This calendar year, they have not won. But the, would it be would it be possible to be uh, worse than your record if you haven't won? <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, Mizzou though, it's a tough second year for Dennis Gates. But I, I think they they can stay in this game. They're at home. I don't see Tennessee, you know, really looking forward to this matchup. It's a sleepy spot there. Um, I think they can cover the fact. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't even think it's that crazy. To consider a money line play because I think the game will be somewhat close. I know Tennessee is much better, but uh, still they've won two in a row. It's not a get up spot. Missouri, like I said, they've hung around. They almost knocked off A and M. They've hung around. They beat Pitt earlier in the year at Pitt. Uh, they're not a, as horrible as as when you read off a winless SEC team. You think Vanderbilt or something. Missouri's got a better roster than them. But it just hasn't worked out. So uh, <laughs> it, it's tough. Uh, Missouri is so bad at home. Two and twelve ATS at home. Zero and three against the spread as a home dog. I, I don't know. I mean, this is weird because Tennessee. Are they looking ahead to Texas A and M at home? Probably not. Um, is this a Super Bowl spot for Missouri? I mean, it is just bright red on Missouri, with the exception of their uh, win against Central Arkansas on December thirtieth. You got to go all the way back to. December third, Wichita State at home. Hey, this is just—it's it, tough to back them here in this spot. I, I Sean, M- Missouri's the tenth best free throw shooting team in the nation. That is, you know, it, certainly a reason to Whoa. consider them. Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, chalk. Yes, please. Colby, what are you doing? You're taking Missouri. Yeah, I, I think there's no way they're going to go winless in the SEC. They're going to clip one of those oh, teams. See, that's yeah. if that's the angle. I mean, this is mm. a sleep for for the but record. Tennessee uh, is Tennessee the team they're going to beat because Tennessee is a really good defense, and I feel like that's going to travel on the road. Well, I mean, they don't need to beat them. They they, they could just cover like they have been in some close games. Like I just said, just this past Saturday in at Ole Miss, they almost won as a one or two possession game. They were getting like 12 points. Uh, they can cover this. All right, Col- Colby mentioned it. They're really good from the free throw line. I'll take I'll take Missouri, uh, getting the thirteen and a half. It's not like Tennessee's bad from the free throw line. 
And there, the Tennessee has a tremendous amount of advantages in this game. So, uh, all right, good luck with that. You guys are very cute with this one. Uh, you you highlighted it. This the last time this team covered at home was a Central Arkansas twenty one point favorite spot. Uh, the, the, they're just not good. And it's for the record, it's a sleepy week for Tennessee. They have Texas A and M on deck before taking on Alabama and Auburn next week. So Ryan, are you out on Texas A and M yet? They, it is disappointing when they disappoint me. Is the buzzsaw gonna get fired? There's talk. There's talk about it. You should come home to Tech. Wow, Sarah, real step down for him. Is it? You, why would anyone want to coach at Texas A and M? You just go there and your career ends. You fail and your career ends. You do get a lot of money though. Yeah, but then you just fail like that. That is the most hilarious program. I mean, it starts with their fake parade military branch, <laughs> and it ends with the fact that they always suck. And that you, if you went down there, you would think they would win national championship at a nas- after national championship. Texas A and M people kind of pissing me off right now. All right, yeah, let's lay the points with old Rick Barnes. Syracuse heads to Raleigh, North Carolina. Why the fuck are we picking this game, Colby, to take well, on the it- pussy pack? North, North Carolina implications. North Carolina. I don't know State. if you follow the uh, college basketball world. There's a, a thing called the bubble. All right? and, I'm just uh, done with Syracuse. Know, yeah. Why? Why are we talking about Syracuse again? Sean and, and Sean just realized that we're talking college basketball today. We're uh, 21 minutes into the pod, and he's like, "Shit, my ser- my college basketball shirt isn't on," <laughs> so he's going to get changed right now. Uh, Syracuse is catching four and a half here on the road in Raleigh. Uh, NC State uh, did the thing against Clemson. Whew. Did you watch that? They, uh, pussy pack, <laughs> pussy pack ended up uh, having Uh-oh. a. Oh man, look at this guy! Uh, not it's it's not even actual Syracuse orange. Come on. What? <laughs> what do you mean? This is I, I look like I'm on a road crew. It's such bright yeah. orange, right? Come on. <laughs> Do you look uh, like I'm about to be standing next to a sign that says "Slow down." My parents uh, work here. Did you see the guy who got onto the court to warm up uh, during uh, something recently? It might have been the All Star game. Or no. one, I, I feel like we gotta see if we can deploy Sean to get on the court for a couple warm ups. <laughs> Did shots. you see the uh, the the streaker uh, the that uh, ran out in the field of the Super Bowl? He was he, he was, naked. Uh, I don't think he was naked, uh, but Do we he was, call him streakers then. Uh, so maybe not streaker, whatever you would call it. Just a guy who runs onto the. Co- Ryan's real just, disappointed. A guy who just no, he's not even naked. Come well, on! I mean, if you're gonna, yeah, I, I, he ran out on the you field. Got, you the got Super a picture Bowl. of his shaft, huh? <laughs> his yeah. pla- He had a plan, and he was telling everyone the night before in the Super Bowl that I'm gonna run out on the field. and I'm gonna bet on uh, some of these offshores that were offering a prop bet of, of uh, will there be someone to run out onto the field again? This guy's such an idiot. And then he went to go. Uh, bet it, and they had taken the bet off the board as they often, you know, sometimes the bet's there, sometimes it's not. Also, they would probably only take like a hundred dollars if you've ever tried to bet some of these wacky props. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, I mean, his and his tickets cost forty two thousand dollars. Uh, but he goes, I told everyone I was go- already planning on running out in the field, so I had to do it. <laughs> How, what's he do that forty two grand mean? I mean, plus, what do you think oh, his he must bail be a rich was? Kid, five k, yeah. I mean, what do they what do they hit you with? Trespassing? It's it's probably a crazy fine. Yeah. And yeah, so 
Well, that's but like there's the, a reward. There's a reward to it. You'll never have to go to Allegiant Field ever again. No, that, yep. You can be like Colby. That again. is Colby. Yeah. Yes. You, Colby, you should have stormed. Yeah. You should have stormed the Rose Bowl, so you would never have to go back. No, but I love the Rose Bowl. It's just the UCLA oh. fans. I want to go when it's not UCLA. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, apparently the guy, uh, the guy who climbed the sphere, is getting potentially getting some crazy fine, like six figure fine. All right. I mean, shout out to people that uh, continue to push the uh, envelope when it comes to uh, going places you're not allowed to go. Uh, also, like, what's the, you missed the whole Super Bowl? Would you run the run on the field for the Super Bowl? No, I mean it was what's, a really good game. It, well, maybe at the end, right? You try to get on at the end and celebrate with. Yeah, the once team. the game's over, but the game went. To, it was an all-time competitive game. Like, I you you miss. Uh, the world is. It just shows you how. I mean, clearly, it's not his money, so. Yeah, just think, uh, you know, the average intelligence is here, and there's half the people are below that line. Syracuse heads the. Oh wait, we already. Yeah. So what are we doing here? We, Sean got dressed up. He got in his costume. Uh, Syracuse, NC State. This is tough because Syracuse hasn't been great on the road. One and mm. four uh, ATS as a dog. But Sean, every time you go against Syracuse, what do they do? No, I well, and I didn't even go against them, but I didn't like uh, last time we were talking on the show. It was maybe on the Veasan show. Uh, I didn't end up actually pulling the trigger on them. I picked yeah. them, but I did not pull the trigger on them. And then they end up, you know, uh, who was it? UNC. They ended up winning outright. Uh, nice win for them at home, but then they then they lose at Georgia Tech. Like I don't I don't know what Colby. What do we very Jekyll and Hyde team? But uh, I mean, we would even see this with Bayheim's teams towards the end, especially in the regular season. Hot and cold, don't know what to make of them, and then they would find a rhythm late in the tourney, either conference tournament or the actual tournament. Where where are you at with this uh, Syracuse team? I know you're just going to pick them to fade. Uh, NC State, but how say you overall with uh, Syracuse? No, I think they kind of suck. Um, they got that <laughs> one win against North Carolina, uh, the, and and I guess a sweep against Pitt. Those are probably their best wins. Um, they've been horrible on the road. I was on Georgia Tech, and uh, yeah, I mean, this it, look if Syracuse wants to salvage their season, they got to start winning these games, like especially a game like this where the pussy pack are are fighting to get into the NCAA tournament. And, and this is about seeding in the ACC tournament as well. Um, but I, you know, this is a filthy play, but I think the pussy pack are pretty fire at home uh, compared Ooh. to Whoa. Syracuse on Whoa. the road. That's a lot. So I think, I think you got to lay the points with the pussy pack. Yeah. I mean, anytime Colby has taken NC State, you seriously have to consider him, Ryan. I assume, uh, yeah, NC State's a favorite. You're going to be all over yep, NC State. Yep, yep. I think also you 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 start breaking down the game. the The advantages that Syracuse might have against some teams they do not possess against NC State, and the well, disadvantages that NC State may possess against most teams they don't possess against Syracuse. So, and, and the pussy pack better free throw shooting team, Sean. Syracuse is an True. awful free throw shooting team, and they've been bad at offensive rebounding. That was always something they could, uh, you know, do pretty well. And not they, in this game. And hit the outside shot. There, I mean, again, 260th in the nation. Jim Beheim would be rolling over in his grave if he they saw this. They also play fast. Like they, they. This is not. It's like, a different kind of team, right? That being said, four and a half is way too much. Give me the cuse. I love how he said he's As rolling over in his grave. J- J- Bayheim's still alive. Yeah, he's what? still alive. He's like, yeah. What? Yeah, he's still picking boogers, but he's just Why would they house. not have him coach if he's still alive? <laughs> uh, I think he was hanging out with Scott had a few too many times. Is this a sister Jean thing, Sean? You're wishing death for Jim Bayheim? No, not at all. Not at all. 
I think he just had a slip here. He must have Bayheim in his death pool. Did you? Are you trying to corner the market? You still got that yeah. Sister Jean share, and now you added some Bayheim. Sister Jean's living forever, as I predict. What round? What round did you get Antonio Brown in? Oh wow! Uh, the, the second second round yeah. pick. That's his deep sleeper. Uh, yeah, you're so you're you you don't want to go change out of your Syracuse jersey. No, and, I'm in on okay. I'm in on Cuse. Okay, that's cute. 4 p.m. on the West Coast, right in East Lansing, Michigan, where the Spartans take on Iowa. Iowa with a nice little overtime dub against the Staple Clan from Madison. Never in doubt. I, I, ironically, the crowd jumps around before the game, something the players cannot do. <laughs> Michigan State <laughs> laying ten. Oof. I, I I would. I'm gonna put Michigan State also in the bucket of teams who uh, I have just been a dog shit when it comes to betting on them and betting against them this year. Colby, I assume they were their play here. Iowa coming off that uh, overtime win, but is 10 points a little bit too much. That's huge, right? That is a large number, man. I was, I was hoping to jump on Michigan state and hoping that it would be like six and a half, seven. Well, now you know at why. 10, <laughs> yeah. At 10. Oh man. I mean, look, I'm still going Sparty. I'm still going Sparty reluctantly because just, just, just the fact Michigan state always plays better ball and you, it's easy to see that tide turn. They've won three straight. Uh, I was been complete ass on the road. You know, they're, they're, they're stapled to the ground and tens a lot, tens a lot. But I still think, I think Michigan state's the better team. I think having the home court there uh, and the fact that they're a top, you know, 60 team defensively, all the difference to put the kibosh on that number 33rd ranked offense for the Hawkeyes. So Tom Izzo, let's do it. Let's let's uh, you got to make your run to March, baby. Let's go lay the 10. They Michigan win by State, 14. Yeah. Michigan state 11 and four ATS as a home favorite. Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy to be laying this many points in a big 10 matchup against a decent Iowa team, but they are coming off OT going on the road here. I mean, you look at Michigan state, you know, they lost uh, in Minnesota, which everyone, the Gophers have just been an insane uh, against the number. And then they lost away at Wisconsin, which is always a tough uh, place to go in and get a W. But other than that, they've been really, really good, especially at home. I mean, you know, quality win, eight point win against Illinois at home. Um, you know, they beat Baylor in a semi home spot a little, a little while back. Like they, they're, they're good, especially at home. So I'm with you. The the number I, feels I a hair high. I'm I'm worried about a backdoor, but I think if you're up early on Iowa, they might pack it in because of the uh, quick turnaround in the OT game. Yeah, and, and just out of curiosity, do do you guys? Uh, you know, I see the chat talking about this, and it just made me think. Uh, do you hear this? Uh, I think. Tide turning. I see. As I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of. It's easy to see a tide turn. Uh oh. Did I say those words? Col Colby the, the has tides uh, turned, guys. Michigan State. Let's go. I got a soundboard over here. Oh, I got just got a lot uh, worth noting, Minnesota. You were mentioning them earlier. They failed to cover one game at home this year. That game was against Iowa. Worth noting. Yeah. Worth noting. No, I I mean this is why it's a tough I I'm usually one to lay the points, but Sean, there's also another part of the handicap here. The free throw disparity, uh, that's not going to matter in a 10-point spread. I'm sure that won't matter in a 10-point spread. Give me, you know what? They uh, it's just like one of those like loser lead town. Uh they went Iowa, they scooped up all the Wisconsin staplers and they're heading 
they're heading down the street to Michigan with their merry band of uh, I'm just picturing like Robin Hood men in tights, but the wagon instead of filled with wine, it's filled with staples. Iowa plus the points. Wow, Ryan taking a dog. I, I've been off on Michigan State this year. I I I see the case for it. I'm not going to be locking on Michigan State, but uh, Iowa catching. You're right, much better at the line. Iowa though hasn't been great uh, ATS on the road. They're all the way down at three and six ATS. So one of those was against Minnesota. I know that's core piece of my handicap. Completely irrelevant point, but I like it and I'm sticking to it. 4 p.m. on the West Coast. Oh, I took a dog. That's interesting. Uh, we're we have no consensus place. So oh, I like that. Discord. We're, you know what? We're punishing the Discord. <laughs> College Station. Ooh. Uh, if you're only if you're lucky, you might be able to see the uh, the parade masters training in the rain. Arkansas heads to Texas A&M. I am worried that Buzz is. Uh, what kind of buyout does Buzz have, Colby? Is he gonna get? Is, is he gonna be set for the rest of his life uh, if if Texas A and M does him dirty? A and M's never once looked at a buyout and said, oh, you know, that's an issue. So I mean, don't it's worry too much about for it, us. You know? yeah. I'm not one to get into like get in too deep into stuff, but there were a lot of people that were really angry at golfers for taking the Saudi money. I don't hear those same people getting upset that the the, the Texas A and M is giving over control of their research departments to to these Saudi uh, <laughs> entities for all this nil money. Like the fact that the re, like they're able to buy out Jimbo Fisher by selling off their their fucking science labs to to, to the to, I mean come on uh, come on Texas A and M do better. Nah, they're too worried about their parades and their fucking twirling of guns. Laying nine points for an A and M, uh, Arkansas been a dead team all all year. This is a really shitty game. This is a crazy spread. I can't. I don't know if I can lay nine with A and M, Colby. No, these are two teams I want no part in betting. And what are we doing, Colby? Yeah, what are we doing? I'm actually laying it, man. I think A and M is is still in a fighting position to make the NCAA tournament. They're in a desperate spot. Arkansas is just a mess. I know they did cover against Mississippi State, but. They just been a mess all year, you know. Like they they're one and five on the road this year, and most of those road games they did not cover. Uh, Mississippi State struggles to score, so I think that we were on Arkansas, uh, you know, to 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 cover in that game. But you look at some of the other outings, you know, at LSU, LSU won by twenty one. Uh, at Ole Miss, Ole Miss won by sixteen, uh, or no, twenty six. Um, and then uh, even even uh, you know in the swamp they lost by twenty two. So. I'm going to take a shot on a and M to recover and keep their chances alive. Uh, so load me up and uh, let's go G- gig them, gig them. I'm with you. I'm taking Texas a and M. I mean, uh, again, both teams are just horror. Like Texas is uh, four and eight ATS at home, but Arkansas is two and four ATS on the road. You look at Texas a and M. The one thing that I think could work in their favor, get some extra possessions. Um, offensive rebounding percentage. They're number one in the nation somehow. They're they're really bad shooting the threes. Uh, that's that's why that this is one of those uh, correlated metrics. When you're a bottom five or bottom eight, whatever they are at three point, uh, your bottom seventy and create two easy point. offensive oh, rebounds. You, yeah, oh yeah, no, or probably just a volume thing. But Arkansas's defense is really bad uh, at letting teams get rebounds, extra possessions in general. So. I think they get a couple extra possessions. I think the fact that they're the home team is enough to carry them. I, I think this Arkansas team is just dead man walking. 
this is going to be the kind of game you watch, and this this will you just scream college basketball, uh, Arkansas college basketball, Ar- Arkansas tenth in the country in uh, number of points they get from the free throw line, although they are 186th in percentage. Meanwhile, Texas A&M 31st in points from the free throw line, and they are 248th at the line. So uh, both these teams get to the line a lot. Both they will. Both teams allow the opponent to get to the line a lot, and both teams relatively bad at shooting free throws. This is going to be a doozy of a game. I are we laying the points with Buzz? That just feels so. Uh, it just feels so wrong. I'm going to put you down for Texas. All right, give me Texas. Arkansas is dead to me. I, First th- consensus play for the Discord: Arkansas plus nine. Great start to your how uh, many, Tuesday night card. How many uh, how many free throws will be shot in this game? So many. It's going to be real dumpster fire. Buzz isn't even sweating through his three piece suit anymore. If that's if I was going to get a message back to Buzz, I'd be like, dude, you're <laughs> at your best when you're sweating through that bitch. Let's go. Let's see the passion. VCU heads to Amherst, Massachusetts to take on UMass. UMass laying a point. Are they still dropping bags up there? No, Frank Martin is just you know just doing the damn thing. They're not dropping back. You see, Frank Martin and uh, Moneyline Mac were hanging out recently. You see, with the way Frank Martin, Frank Martin, by the way, number one in the college basketball experience Royal Rumble rankings for college basketball coaches. Interesting, is it because he has that sweet strangle move? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he's just a he's just a fucking maniac. It's it's just fantastic. Um, UMass uh, just got upset by LaSalle and Fran Dumfrey, right? Uh, VCU has just continued to win on the road. It stops here in Amherst. Uh, I like UMass to get this done. I think the fact that UMass eleven and two at home gonna put the kibosh on that five and one uh, VCU Ram road record, which has been incredible, really. Um, but the real defense or, or the real difference to me in the game is that UMass is top fifty in offense. Frank Martin teams normally the defensive side of the ball is, is the strong suit. So when you get a top fifty offensive team with the Frank Martin team, watch out. Uh, so I think that's all the difference in the game. Give me UMass, especially the fact they're coming off that LaSalle upset with Fran Dunphy. Uh, Minutemen, get it done. Hmm. Yeah, this is one of those games. Uh, had we done any sort of pre-planning for the show, we could have canceled. I think. <laughs> I, I I'm wondering I'm sitting here wondering like oh wow so Colby's just crowbarring in friends of Mac on the program. <laughs> this is the friends of Mac game. Uh, I mean, I did, the A10 is probably better than the ACC this oh, year. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, wow, like, wow. he's like a caged animal. He's getting defensive. Uh, Sean, do you have uh what what's your take on this one? I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of it because you have uh, UMass has been pretty good against the spread, but so is VCU. Should a uh, this feels like fairly even matchup. VCU very good uh, from the lines at seventy eight point six percent. I hate fading that team, but I think at the end of the day, as simple as the handicap, um, classic strength on strength here. Yeah, no, ways. I mean honestly, it should be a good game. I think you just have to go with UMass because they're at home. Like as as simplistic as it could be, um, they're pretty well matched. VCU though is super mm. good on the road, five and one ATS. Yeah. Better free throw shooting team that they will uh, get hot close. from behind the line. Something that I'm going to take VCU. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Colby, you, very odd to see a Frank Martin. I can't. Team. I can't give up eight percentage points uh, no. to a road dog. Sorry, Colby. Very, uh, very odd to see a Frank Martin led team such dog shit defending the three point line. That's clear laziness, and frankly, pun intended, they will put VCU at the line, Sean. Somewhere they will hit their shots. Let's go. 
I got excited about it. that's that's the most I can get. I feel like we talk VCU every week too. Maybe we got to put a limiter on how many times we can talk <laughs> some of these tiny mid-major programs. Well, oh, I mean, wow. they've actually been they've actually been past the Sweet Sixteen, unlike Virginia Tech. It's so easy. You just put the goat yeah. next yeah. to the bridge, and Colby <laughs> comes out. Boom. Akron heads to Toledo. Oh wait, did, did you pick this game, Colby? Yeah, of course. He's on UMass. UMass. Yeah. Yeah. Akron heads to now. This is a game. Akron heads to Toledo, Ohio, where Toledo is laying a point. Let me be the first to say they opened this one wrong. Wrong team favored. Give me Akron. Oh, Ryan, I'm, loves, I'm loading up on the dogs this week. Ryan loves his zips. Oh, you know I love the zips. Colby, do you agree? I do. Uh, look, the Savage Arena is a great home court environment for Toledo, but they're horrible defensively. They're 305th <laughs> in the nation. And when I look at Akron, I think they're like normally in the Mac, it's kind of, you know, you're trying to figure out who's the best team this year. I think it's evident. Akron is by far the best team in the Mac. They prove it here. Uh, Ali Ali, you know, uh, they, they have just studs pretty much at every position. Uh, that's going to be the difference. So when you have guys that can create your own shot against a horrible defense, I will take, I will take the team that can create the shot. Even though I know that, that Toledo's 10 and two at home, I think it's just too much with Freeman and Ali Ali. They're going to be able to, they're going to be able to take advantage of that shitty defense. So give me the zips uh, to get it done. They're the better offensive rebounding team. Uh, obviously they're, they're the, the, the better defensive team. I mean, Toledo look. hasn't been great against the number though at home uh, to that point, Colby, they're five and seven ATS at home. And I think we should, uh, maybe we can get uh, Jake oh. uh, working up a meme. You know, that, uh, that episode of Seinfeld where uh uh, Kramer, it lives next to the Kenny Rogers roasters where it's like bright red the entire yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it looks like when you open up Ken Palm and look at Toledo's oh, wow. defensive numbers. It, it reminds me of that episode, just bright red everywhere. Uh, their, their defense is bad. I think Akron's uh, going to put it on them offensively. I'm, I'm with you guys. Akron is the play Akron. Yeah. <laughs> Akron. Right. Okay. Mess up and say Akron. Yeah. Yeah, he's saying uh, it like Enron. You know, <laughs> I mean, oh, come on, you got uh, all of a sudden you guys are pronunciation kings. So fucking relax, Enron at at Toledo. Uh, who you guys got, Enron? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, big big fan. Um, I mean, they were the first to do it. They got. They almost got away with it. <laughs> Akron, Akron, Ali, Ali, Let's Ali, go. Ali. I love Ali, Ali as well. So, uh, like this Akron play. Don't mind them on the road. Pretty good ATS on the road as well. Hey, uh, before we go anywhere, underdogfantasy.com. Have you signed up? What are you waiting for? Uh, get in on some college basketball pick 'em. Uh, recently hit a college basketball pick 'em. Think last time we got I, I uh, got a little uh, crazy. Got down on a bunch of NASCAR pick 'ems. Uh, Daytona 500, courtesy of our boy mm. uh, Cody Zeeb in the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Colby, what do we got for? Uh, today's college basketball pickums. What do we like higher, lower over on Underdog Fantasy? And of course, use that promo code SGPN to get a hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. I did like that view of Colby's head on my body. That it's was almost like a photo. Can we go back to that one real quick? Yeah, we can go back to that one. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> wait, oh, let me get you on Zoom. This will work. This will look better. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Colby, open open your mouth for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How uh, the, the the sophomore amazing YouTube.com slash the sophomore nature of your uh, sense of humor, Jesus. Well, Christ. I, mean, I mean, what motion? What's the funniest motion you can do right there? Kids are home from school today. 
what better way to honor the president? <laughs> Underdog said uh, more, more of this in the live reads. Colby, what do you want? What do we, what do we got here in the pick? Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, I mean, I know Noah Beenix been doing great work. He wrote an article about this. Uh, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, but I, I completely agree with him. Ryan Dunn of Virginia, uh, lower than uh, 16 and a half PRA. Uh, look, last year at, at Virginia Tech, Dunn only had two points, two rebounds, and one assist. Ooh, like They're it. on the road. Look, and I think personally, I think Virginia Tech's going to beat Virginia today, too. So uh, they just don't score, too. So it's like you, you if Virginia's only putting up 46 points, I don't think Ryan Dunn's going to score a lot of points. He might get a few boards. But yeah, there won't be that many assists either. So uh, that, and also then on the Virginia Tech side of things, Hunter Couture higher than uh, a half turnovers. Look, he started four games against Virginia in his career, and he's committed at least one turnover against that pack line defense in all four of those games. Um, so jump on over there. Uh, Couture's a walking turnover. All right, he's like wow. uh, Kramer, Kramer and Blacksburg at uh, where, where was that bar? Was it Dave's? What was the name uh, of that bar? Well, you know, Big Al's. Big owls, big owls. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, shout out to—is that still there? Yeah, I, I, that is a good question. I've not been back in some years, but I did recently see Bruce Smith at the Super Bowl, and I thanked him for the <laughs> drinks he bought me at Big Owls, and he was very excited to stop and have a quick conversation about how much he loved Big Owls. So, shout out to Big Owl. Fantastic. Shout out to Big Owl. Can, can I throw? Can we make it a three banger? Oh, I already entered it, oh, but okay. sure. Uh, I was going to ask Colby what his thoughts were on the kid rebounding prop. Uh, it seems like one of the weaknesses of this UVA squad. Uh, perhaps K- Lynn Kid gets uh, gets some rebounds in this one. He's had some big time rebounding totals. Colby's looking uh, at me like what, uh, six rebounds six right rebounds. now. Six rebounds. Too high. I'd stay. I'd All stay right. away. All right, yeah. we'll leave so it. So Hunter Couture higher a half turnover and Ryan Dunn lower. Points, rebounds, and assists. A little bit of juice on that uh, Couture. Yes. Turnover. So still nice. Uh, Fifty to win, one hundred and thirty-five over on Underdog Fantasy. Use a promo code SGPN. One hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Noah, really the bell of the ball with college baseball oh, starting. Yeah. A lot, a lot, and Cody. A lot of people uh, getting their flowers this week. Let's go around the uh, SGPN offices that are not named Sean Green. So. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, Colby, what is with uh, Kramer? He's he's just trying to throw me under the bus. What's going on? I'm just on? transitioning to the next pick. Yeah, you guys were in Vegas a long time. What really happened? <laughs> right. I will say um, the routine of waking up at like two forty-five, three o'clock, and making your way to the office or to work at three thirty while people are ha- enjoying craps heaters and uh, all sorts of fun late-night gambling is very strange. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, other than that, I would say we we're probably there a little bit too long. Hmm. Uh, I had I, fun. Uh, well, I, I just couldn't help myself. You were better <laughs> about going and napping. I was off and uh, hitting the slots. Sean, Sneak, he sent me a slot. text. A he sent me a text. I guess you guys went to breakfast after recording one of those shows or brunch, whatever you want to call it. And he said, I, I hate looking at Sean's face. <laughs> it's like, is that that long? He was in Vegas that long and something happened See, there. Uh, there's no way I would go out of my way to text someone. That's the, that's the, the your story. Yeah. That's <laughs> where it fell apart. Call me. I know. Right. <laughs> Sending it proactively starting next, a text next exchange. You, next you say he's going to be re- reading his email. Oh, so yeah. eventually my emails are eventually consistent. Everyone knows that Yukon heads to Omaha, Nebraska. 
where Creighton, um, another team that's been, I feel like I, I can't get right. And uh, by the way, um, got a little distracted there. Shout out to the anonymous giraffe who just poked its long ass neck into the sheet. Of course, you can get access to the sheets over on the Patreon. UConn laying two and a half here. A little bit, I feel. I mean, although UConn has been um, fairly dominant yeah. when they want to be, this does kind of seem like an interesting spot for them. Uh, very, very sneaky roads. Well, not sneaky. Tough road spot. UConn. You know, uh, I I don't want to call it uh, dumping the Gatorade, but they did have a big time win over the weekend. Oh, I mean, they were they had that Marquette game circled. I feel bad for people who thought Marquette was going to have a chance in that game. There was like, revenge. Just, yeah. UConn just had that circled. They were always going to kick their ass. So we take Creighton here, right? <laughs> it does feel like almost when Kansas is a home dog. Creighton hasn't been a home dog this entire season. <clears throat> I love this spot for Creighton. Look, I know a lot of people are thinking, watch out Marquette uh, when they host UConn, you know, in a, in a week. That's the spot. No. To me, if UConn falls on the road, I think it's going to be right here because Creighton's got enough offensive guys. This yeah. arena, I know they have two losses this year at home. They're eleven and two, but even with that, they were like uh, the Villanova overtime. They were wacky games uh, where where Creighton probably should have won those games. So I, I think this is the, where you catch UConn coming off that that big time win, and and Creighton. This is that far road trip. This is a lit environment. It's just it's. You could argue this might be the toughest environment in all of the Big East to play at. So uh, you add that to the fact that the way Creighton can score the ball, multiple different guys. I think Michael Crichton uh, is going to have a rising sun here in Omaha. You see what I did there? Uh, let's we haven't go. done the Crichton bit in a while. That that was beautiful. I, I mean, by the way, I it got. I was going through some old boxes. I I, I might have to bring in some uh, some of the old paperback Michael Crichton books I, I found uh, recently. Just a classic author and uh, not a resident of Nebraska at all. But we we love. No, this. I'm I'm with you. Crichton is the play here. It, it's scary to fade UConn certainly because of how awesome they're playing. But again, huge win at home or yeah at home against Marquette on Saturday. Now you're going on the road to Nebraska. That's just a tough spot. Especially on uh, you know whatever two days uh, rest, this is this is Creighton's game to lose. I think we've now talked about three straight games with VCU, Akron, and Creighton, where the wrong team is favored. Oh, that's a turkey for the bowlers out there. Baylor heads the Provo, Utah. Little soak situation. Uh, Got to be careful with Baylor. Uh, any sort of sexual stuff. <laughs> BYU laying a point and a half. Oh, as we learned from game day this year, the BYU kids most definitely do not soak, and they just go full on uh, intercourse. Yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. Not like those nerds at Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like I feel like I kind of think the wrong team's favorite here uh, as well. Colby, tell me why this is going to be lit and BYU's the side. Yeah, BYU is this. I I think is the side uh, mainly because they have been they they struggle on the road. Just the other day, they lost to Oklahoma State. That's a bad loss. You want to get back on the the right side of things. But the other reason is because BYU. I'm sorry, Baylor has Houston on deck. Mm. Yeah, look at that. That is a huge game there. That uh, you know, back to the old uh, Southwest Conference. That that was a rivalry game. Uh, So uh, you're going into Soak City, USA. And you just think you're going to be able to, to get that dub. Not so fast to quote the great league Corso. I think uh, Baylor's been three and three on the road for this season. 
you know what the last war road one was at UCF. It's a little different. The staples are sharper. The backdoor cuts a little more elite there at altitude. BYU Baylor, uh, gets it done. They did I'm, just I'm, win at Morgantown. I am with record. you, Colby, but Baylor is one of the best teams ATS on the road. Five and one uh, this season. I do think you take BYU here at home, uh, potentially just because of that scheduling spot. Like Baylor looking ahead uh, towards their massive game against Houston there on Saturday. Uh, other otherwise, I might get cute here and take Baylor, but because um, of the look ahead, I'm going to go BYU. With Isn't Colby. this a big game though? Uh, yeah, but I I still think you're a little distracted. I mean, they they scream racist stuff at you. Like there's stuff. There's definitely reasons they will be up for this game. I I don't think you can just blindly call it a look ahead spot to Houston. I I appreciate that the Houston game's a big game. Wrong team's favored. Give me Baylor. I've now officially taken way more dogs. This than is I scary, have. right? But that's because the last four I have uh the the wrong team's favorite. So I actually have. Uh, seven <laughs> favorites and only two dogs, but the line makers made a lot of mistakes uh, this uh, this day. Six p.m. We're heading to Madison, where hopefully uh, the 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 maybe it's an Office Depot, maybe it's an actual Staples. I think went under, so hopefully they can find enough staplers to get the team back together. Uh, Maryland comes to town. Maryland catching seven here. Um, I I should expand my confusion of some of these Big Ten teams to maybe the entire Big Ten. I, I've not been as dialed in on the Big Ten as some of these other conferences. Uh, they're a shitty conference. Like they they only get they're in horrible they're on the road. They only get like they, look they they haven't had a team win a national championship in a long time. They always choke in it, March, right? Yes, like, yes. I mean, let's be honest. The amount of teams they put in the tournament. That needs to be an investigation because it's clear, you know. Oh, you got you got the new Big Two with SEC and Big Ten, uh, but not in basketball. My, it's a shitty kind. Con- like Mountain West would fuck up the the Big Ten this year. But if you all right, so th- th- this would be a fun dynamic if basketball, like if you took the SEC and the Big Ten in basketball versus everyone else, like, that'd be an easy bet. Give me everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like true. it's not it's not the same level of eliteness in uh in basketball. But uh to your point, it is annoying when they always get that extra team in that just looks like absolute dog shit. Um they never have those years like the big the Big Twelve or the the Pac twelve where they they like surprise the fuck out of everyone. They're always just disappointing. Anyway, Maryland catching a big number here in Madison, where ho- hopefully they'll be free of staples jumping around. I mean, Colby, what's going? I mean, Wisconsin looked good earlier, and they've been, I mean, faded them with Iowa, but that was more just because I liked Iowa as a home dog. I didn't think uh, Wisconsin deserved to be a road favorite, but Wisconsin now one and four in their last five. I mean, they beat Ohio State, but that was, um, you know, a, a tail spinning Ohio State team. They've lost to Rutgers, Michigan, Purdue at home, sure, Nebraska on the road. That's always going to be a tough spot. It just seems like. Take the uh, big team, Big Ten team at home, as simple as it can be. But uh, I don't know. Can you, can you like what happened to Wisconsin? They were they were looking pretty decent earlier. I mean, I think they don't have a lot of guys that are like like I said, they have staples. And when you, when you, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do uh, at at Wisconsin. I know that. I mean, a while ago they made that run to the national championship, but I think they had a lot better guys. Um, I I kind of expect. I thought they were surprising early in the year, uh, playing above their level, and it seems like teams just focused on them more, as as you know the target became on their back. 
uh, I don't think they're a great team. You know, like when I analyze the roster, I'm just like, yeah, they don't really have a lot of guys that can create their own shots. Um, they they're limited. They're just a limited team. Uh, they can still make the NCAA tournament. They can even win a game or two if if the if they get the right draw. But I'll take Maryland in the points here because I think Maryland has some athleticism that they can, you know, exploit against this Wisconsin uh, team, especially on the de- on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, look, Maryland won at Illinois not that long ago. I believe they kept it close with Northwestern, which has become a tough uh, tough place to get a dub. Only lost by three. I think they can stay in the mix. They only lost by three at the barn against Minnesota. Give me the Terps to uh, stay in this game. Wouldn't you be surprised if they won it outright? Yeah, I see the case for them. I'm just Big Ten teams at home. Wisconsin, I think, kind of getting desperate right now. They need this game. I understand the case. Maryland has a defense that might travel here. Wisconsin just out of the, out of sorts offensively can't get right. I think this actually is a get right spot for them. I think they get up. I think they roll a little bit here. So give me Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, Colby kind of highlighted, he didn't mention the Iowa win on the road, Iowa. They beat twice. It does seem like they play better against the teams with the staplers than they do against the teams without the staplers. Uh, Like say Michigan state, a good example. So uh, yeah, Uh, I'll take Maryland with the points as well. I don't think they should be favored though, for the record. So this is the third dog on my Okay. Officially, dog. Pittsburgh heads to Winston Salem, North Carolina, Tobacco Road to take on the. I feel like Wake Forest has always been the school that doesn't really fit amongst the North Carolina schools. They're laying six and a half here. Uh, as Sean will remind you, they just uh, got it done for him. Oh yeah, against the Wahoos. Oh yeah, for they got Pitt coming to town here. I. Right, this is a huge game. This is a big number too. The gigantic game in the ACC w- uh, wakes 13 and 0 at home. Both of these teams have a legit shot at making the NCAA tournament. You know, providing you know whoever wins this and and can can continue to win. Um, I, I I mean I kind of think Pitt's the play. I know, I know Pitt's Wake been going been on so a, good at home. Yeah, yeah I know Pitt's been going on a run just because I see all the trolls that. Uh, tweet at Moneyline Mac <laughs> anytime Pitt's been uh, doing well, and and I've been seeing a lot of pro Pitt tweets, uh, which is how I keep track of uh, of the conversation. But yeah, I mean Pitt's. You look at like look at Pitt just these last what is it uh, eight games? Uh, win the, the at road Duke. wins. Yeah, win the, at. I mean they beat Duke in in Duke. Uh, you they, know they beat Virginia. They beat, uh, at, 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 in Charlottesville. They beat the Pussy Pack in Raleigh. So I mean, they they have really you know gone to the road and been road warriors there. Um, yeah. How so can you, how can you fade Pitt right now uh, on the road? I think it's crazy. I'm with you. Pitt plus six and a half. Yeah, Jeff Capel making me look like a fool. He's uh, you know. His what are you doing? Are you well. taking another yeah, dog ride? Yeah, is the, the wrong team favored? <laughs> uh, not the wrong team is not favored. Okay, but unfortunately, it, Wake does have seven, is seventy nine percent from the line, but they're a favorite, so it's Pitt. Pitt is also gonna uh, to me the way if you watch this Pitt team play, uh, th- their ceiling is shocking people in March, and I have to come to the realization that Jeff it's gonna be because Jeff K. It seems like Jeff Cable's doing a good job. Colby. And it seems like uh, maybe we could be headed in an alternate reality where Duke replaced Coach K with the wrong guy. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm taking another dog. I hate this card. Now I'm really starting to hate this card. 
And I saw someone in the chat going, "Give out some locks. The locks are coming at the no, uh, after we no go locks. through the card. No, no, no locks. All right. I mean, if you're gonna ask, well, Moneyline Mac does the thing where he locks up all seventy bets. <laughs> oh, is that is that the new thing on the show? They just lock it. I, up? I would say Colby uh, as a just a comedic note. I would say to Mac, it would be funny if he locks up all of his games except one. Find one <laughs> game that isn't the lock. To comedically, I think that would be a nice twist. Well, it's only seventy games he locks out of a hundred, uh, oh, okay. you know, uh, you oh. know, hundred some games, right? I mean, no, I guess, yeah, it's like a hundred. I feel that like it's seems 100 reasonable then. It's yeah. like when you root for half games, the league, right? Yeah. But he should do one forty nine locks, one non lock. I like it. I like it. I'll, <laughs> it I'll just, uh, pass uh, that you know along. What? Don't feel as good about this one here. Yeah, for some reason I it's a lean. Just give out a hundred forty nine <laughs> locks in one lean. Yeah, locks are like tits. You can't ask for them; they just come. Well, and you can never have enough. And you can never have enough. Uh, there's probably more similarities that we can figure out. TCU has amazing the lo- when they cash. Amazing when they cash. And like our Uber driver uh, told us, if you eat a lot of fried chicken and uh, <laughs> and other proteins, uh, they'll they'll. Oh uh, uh, yeah, she she kept pointing out how uh, you know. When she shake it, it's real because she had a bunch of you know fried chicken and cornbread and all. It. She when those when those hit you in your face, they're not gonna smack you around. They're not made out of silicone. She, they're not hard. They're soft like they're supposed to be. You like that, Sean, don't you? I know you like that, Sean. She talked about <laughs> all time Uber driver. She talked about how you you get a you get a concussion if you get hit with the uh, the fake tits. <laughs> yeah, she had like <laughs> so you be seeing stars. <laughs> Uh, T- TCU heads to Lubbock, uh, Texas to take on Texas Tech. Tech now, now is this one they they I don't think they play for the saddle trophy in on the hardwood, but maybe. Mm. Um, interesting. Uh, is this a saddle for a horse or a yeah. different? Okay, uh, Texas Tech laying four and a half. Uh, t- how's the tank that you? I believe last time we spoke about the Tang Gang, uh, you guys were wrong. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we were talking about the Tang Gang losing to TCU and Jamie Dixon. Whew, did you see that game? Uh, I mean, Junior with onions, the crazy onions shot. Yeah, yeah. Are we hats not off, hats off to him? I, Colby and I were on Kansas State, but if you're gonna, you know, we're I mean, betting on it. We're betting on this team in March. Are you they, kidding me? They I'm, have some. They have some great March indicators of a team that just like, man, you don't want to fuck with this team. They right. have that. Hey, we're gonna figure out. I mean, they were the ones that took down uh, Baylor and remember that Baylor game. Yeah, I know. I was on Baylor and and Texas uh, or TCU just would not uh, go down. They certainly have some fun fighting them. And the connection, you know, back former pit coach, another coach who we used to love to fade. Who I have, uh, I feel like I've been forced to come around on between Jeff Capel and Jamie Dixon. Uh, coming back in my life, I I don't know what to I don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, well, but and uh, classic effort stat TCU twentieth in the nation offensive rebounding percentage thirty five point seven. They 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 hustle hard like that's an effort stat, and I like this TCU team certainly. Just um, you no. know, onions onions no. win against Kansas State. Is this a letdown spot? No, no. Yes, no. you just won at the buzzer in Manhattan, Sean. Yeah. They're taking on if a it's a rivalry game. They're they're taking on a team uh, that is a better offensive team. Pop Isaacs is a fucking stud. You can't fade a guy named Pop. Uh, that goes all the way back to Pop Warner. And uh, <laughs> look, they're they're the uh, they're they're the better free throw shooting team. Fifteenth oh. in the nation is Texas Tech compared to 180th with TCU. 
I will lay the points. Texas Tech's thirteen and one at home at United Supermarket uh, Supermarket Arena. There's a blue light special. Get on over there. Uh, <laughs> shop to you, drop customers. Red Raiders minus the points. Yeah, I. I- I it's tough because I like so much about this TCU team and I'm making a mental note to play them maybe conference tourney and regular tournament but situationally this is where you got to take Texas Tech Texas Tech's going to be locked in uh Colby nailed it with the handicap I'm I'm at, I'm on Texas Tech but it's tough cuz I do like this TCU team Kramer uh yeah you can you can bet those numbers hmm. super sharp I'll bet teams give me TCU Catching the points, Texas Tech. Maybe they get a, a dub, but they're going to cover the number. Sean, this TCU team is battle tested. They have a number three, according to Ken Palm, and his his experience rank, which usually Colby brings up when he wants to say something nice about <laughs> TCU. Uh, TCU plus the points. I don't think they should be favored, but um, so once again, I'm just lots of dogs for this uh, great Monday. Maybe wow, I'm maybe surprised. Maybe it's a metaphor. Uh, I think the presidents were dogs too. So happy uh, President's Day. San Diego State heading to Logan, Utah. This is where they do. Uh, they're they're not the they're not getting crazy with the actual intercourse up here. This is where they soak. Danny Sprinkle and the boys keeping that good program, like Colby always mentions. But he also reminds us when they play these more athletic teams, sometimes it looks like a little intramural battle. Where you get the all city squad going against a bunch of dudes uh, working an office job. Utah State is a pick here, Colby. Dude, this rivalry is awesome. This is like <laughs> this is a great this is a great game. Uh, the the animosity between both teams over the years is really. If you want to talk about like recent, like this is not a historical rivalry, but recently some of these games. Remember there was a fight in the locker room. Uh, or you know, yeah. some, someone. Yeah, it was just they a lot of fun. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard some of the things said in this in this uh, arena, particularly re- involving this game, from the fan bases. Not, not the best things to hear. Mm. Great, however, great for a rivalry. Um, <laughs> uh, great Osobar, one of the b- best names in college mm-hmm. basketball, is a fucking stud at Utah State. And the fact that they just got drilled by Colorado State, and then you look at San Diego State, what they just do? They just worked a New Mexico team that we hit on. Uh, you look at what San Diego State's done on the road this year. You know, uh, they lost in Reno, they lost in Fort Collins, they lost in Boise, they lost at the Pit. Yeah, I mean, this the, as simple as it is, Utah State is a team you back at home, and San Diego State is a team you fade on the road. Like, is there is there more to it than that, Colby? <laughs> No, I mean, uh, I'd say just to me, the floor of the Mountain West is way up. Whereas yeah. before, before uh, uh, San Diego State could beat down some of these teams, even though I always feel like Utah State was the one place they hardly ever could ever win at. So I'm, I'm with you. Give me Utah State. Look, they're uh, they're a really good defensive team. Danny Sprinkle has got them playing elite defense. They're top sixty. I think they're sixty fifth. Uh, so they're top seventy. Uh, compared to San Diego State's 49th, so it's not a big gap there. And then the real thing is offensive rating. Uh, Utah State's 47th. I think that between that and the crowd momentum, uh, give me and and I mean, unfortunately, Sean, San Diego State does shoot a little bit better from the free throw line, but it's okay. Utah State's at home. Let's go with these Aggies. Yeah, I mean, Utah State at home. That's all I need to hear. I'm on. I'm on them. Uh, yeah. All right. Um. They, they I mean, they're seven and three ATS at home. It's a rivalry game. You want to lean home team in a rivalry situation. I, I, you know, I get it. 
Um, they did come to Danny Sprinkleland last year and win, just just for the record. Yeah, well, he was, he, he was at Montana State. Oh, sorry, they, they came to Utah State land yeah. and and won line. Just so, just bringing that up because I feel like that was a core thesis to the handicap. Uh, and and I think last time we talked about these teams, and maybe it wasn't you, Colby, but there was a lot brought up around like sometimes this Utah State team, just when a more athletic team shows up, it just doesn't look the same. Wrong team is favored here. Because no team is favored here. Oh, San Diego State. Gets really, it you're going with the gals. Yeah, I l- I like Utah State here. I think I you're mean, right, Colby. The how about this? Since 2020, Utah State has only lost once at home to San Diego State. They're they're three and one at home against San Diego State. Let's go. Okay. Give me give me give me the Aggies. Understood. Um. Yeah. I. I all right. <laughs> ridiculous. San Francisco heads the. Uh, where Moraga? Am I Marega. saying Moraga? I I feel like I live in California. St. Mary's laying eight points here. Um. What do we? First of all, is this conference get? How many bids is this conference getting this year? Uh, it's looking like one, but maybe two because Gonzaga won at Kentucky and Kentucky just beat Auburn. So may, maybe two. That's another great road win for our, uh, our gals, San Diego state this year. They went to the, the Zags and, and put a whooping on them. Uh, yeah, this, this conference a um, little bit different this year. Feels like a lot of these teams aren't that good. Well, I mean, I, I this, this rivalry is, this is a good rivalry game too, but uh St. Mary's has really owned it since like 2018 or 19. Um, but eight points is a lot, by the way, college football campus tour. Michael Barker is going to be at this game. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I, I feel like I would just lay it just because it's in Marega. Uh, I feel like when they play at San Francisco, it's more likely to, uh, to be, but even that they won by 17 at San Francisco this year on, on January 20th. Revenge spot for the Dons, but I just don't think the Dons are there. St. Mary's is a is a veteran team. I think they're all the difference here. Lay it with the Gales. Yeah, this one's tough. I mean, I I see the case for why San Francisco might get up for this game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can lay eight when we're also giving up eight percentage points, almost nine here. Uh, actually, no, sorry, nine and a half percentage points at the line. With the UCF, uh, compa- San Francisco compared to St. Mary's, you don't you don't think the revenge factor carries San Francisco here, Colby? I mean, I just think right now St. Mary's is on a better level than San Francisco. I, I like over the years, yeah, but I just feel like over the past three or four years, St. Mary's has taken their program to a higher level than San Francisco. So, I think that's the difference. Is, I'm, ta- is I'm sticking Francisco. with I'm sticking with my system. I mean, do you know why they're called the Dons? No, it's an acronym for uh, Day Origin Noble uh, of Noble Origin. It's a Spanish title given only to a noble person of political, social, or official distinction. The name huh. references the early history of California and San Francisco, which was marked by the exploits of the adventuresome and swashbuckling Spanish Dons. It's not even cool like mafia dons. It's uh, it's these swashbuckling Zorro-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, give me the gales. Easy handicap. Really? 
I'm not so much for swashbuckling right. unless coach Leach is involved. Wyoming heads to Reno, Nevada. Shout out to the Mountain West. Nevada laying 14 and a half here. Mountain West Conference Tournament's going to be awesome this year. <laughs> I feel like we're, I feel like we've just slowly that just. We are just getting <laughs> into the Mountain West because we're always yeah. watching it. I think being on the air and or in Vegas uh, with normal hours, you just end up watching a lot of Mountain West because it's just, it's, they've, they've really said we're going to take this last window. Um, no, it's a, it's a good smart market wise. And the teams have been. I mean, it, last year was just kind of San Diego State, but this year I feel like a lot of these teams are kind of competitive, right, Cole? No, it, they've been turning the corner recently, but it's it's shocking to me because it used to be an awful basketball conference. Uh, but I would say over the past three four years, you've really seen them make an effort to. And now, like like I said, I think you can honestly have an argument between them and the Big Ten, them and the ACC. I think it's an honest argument. I think it's it's like, hey, they have this many good teams. It's crazy. You know, and and the the home and a lot of it is the home court environments. I mean, let's be honest. We watched a lot of the ACC home court environments, and they're 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 terrible. You know, it's like it, Boston College or Cora Gables. Oh, There's no, yeah. And you, you pretty much every single team minus San Jose State, maybe at times Fresno, uh, but when Fresno's decent, they pack that thing. Every other every other place is lit. So I think that's it's been a it's been a fun thing to watch. Um, but I mean, you know, Wyoming has never lost by double digits ever in Reno. I didn't know that. Good nugget. And what did you know? What did uh, Nevada just hit for me, or I think for us, uh, in the war, the the uh, the Fremont Canyon ba- rivalry there? Yep. Um, I just oh. think it's a great letdown spot for Nevada. I think Nevada yeah. probably still wins this game. But you just twenty four hours ago, and they were that was a late night game, so it's like thirty six hours ago you played a. Um, you know, uh, your heated rival in a, in a game that really matters up there in Reno. So you come back to Reno and now you get a Wyoming team. They're 13 and 12. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll phone it in a little bit. We'll end up getting the dub. I think Wyoming can cover this game. Let's go. And, and as Trevor says in the chat, I they don't think it's em. that crazy. I don't think it's that crazy for a money line play. Dog. They beat them in Laramie <laughs> by five on January 20th. Yeah. And this, I, I they, think this is yeah. Great revenge spot. Wyoming uh, four points, uh, four, almost four and a half better from the line uh, and Nevada's, Yeah. This I'm is just, they're just going to catch Nevada sleeping. This is a, this is an easy letdown spot for Nevada. Wyoming's won seven straight against Nevada. That's the only thing that scares me is that is that bulletin board material for Steve Alfred saying, Hey, we never beat them, but yeah, I still no, think I, they can keep it within. Yeah. The re- revenge would be for Nevada. Um, because oh you're right they, yeah, lost, they lost in more so, alarming yeah I think that that's certainly um, getting your ass handed to you by a program <laughs> although Steve Alfred might not give a shit about that kind of stuff no. who knows uh, he might just enjoy the uh, the the nice uh, slot perks that he gets down at the uh, the, the old gas station that I'm sure he he slums it at uh, yeah I, Colby laid out a lot of reasons but you know, I, I think if you go back, I, we watched, if I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I watched a decent amount of this game for whatever reason, uh, it must've been during an NFL playoff weekend and Wyoming, they, they, how they hung with them. Granted it was at home. So I'll, I'll take the big number too. So many dogs this week. Oh, uh Oh, Ryan. Uh Oh, 
Yeah, we're all on uh, Wyoming plus 14 and a half consensus uh, play here for the Discord. Enjoy Nevada. And if you're in the chat and you uh, you think some of these games feel a little bit stretched here, you, you let Colby know to, to to bring the card back down to a reasonable uh, 12 or 13 games. <laughs> 15 uh, or nothing. I, I, I was thinking we go to 21 since March is coming, guys. March is coming. We're going to be doing a bunch of college basketball picks <laughs> podcast. Of course, youtube.com slash gambling podcast. Smash that subscribe button. Uh, lock dog bonus lock brought to you by Hall of Fame bets. Head over to HOFets.com. Use the promo code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month. Start betting smarter, not harder. Perfect for any sort of parlays you're looking to p- uh, put together. Same game parlays in the NBA. They've been uh, cranking out a bunch there. They got that parlay optimizer. You'd be crazy to bet a unoptimized parlay. That's why you got to download the Hall of Fame Bets app or go to hrofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month. Start betting smarter, not harder with Hall of Fame Bets. Kramer, what do you got? Lock. Akron. Ooh, okay. Lock. Creighton. So wait, Akron was uh plus one. This Creighton spot was circled for weeks at this point. And you got Creighton plus two and a half. Wow. Dog. You know, we were just kind of highlighting how the uh the Mountain Bus can be crazy, crazy conference. Colby, what do you think this money line's gonna be? Oh, uh, are you talking Wyoming? Wyoming yeah. Whew. Let's it, go big. I'm going big game on a, a juicy number. I, what are you thinking? Plus six, seven hundred, maybe. Taking a, I'm taking a whole pack of wolves down. Give me Wyoming. The on Cowboys the on the money line. They already beat them this year. Let's get it done. Big, big time payout. This is what you call a parlay booster. Ooh, all right. Just tie it with everything. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? All right, for my first lock. Hmm. Got to be careful what I say, Sean. What's that? Well, trolls could be. We, we you know, oh. we've uh, we've hooked some. Uh, it's like uh, I don't know if you ever watched the movie Waterworld, <laughs> where the the pirates they they hook onto the vessel. No, oh, like okay. we've we've hooked a couple, uh, you know, bottom feeders. Got to be careful. I'm gonna go uh, Pittsburgh plus six and a half as my first lock, and then Wyoming plus fourteen and a half. I think I think Kramer's right. They are a live dog, and I think at worst case they hang around. 14 and a half feels way too big. Yeah, smart to take all those points. Uh for my money line dog. <clears throat> bunch of teams uh that are pretty interesting here. I gave out two of my, you know what? I'm wearing the Syracuse orange. Oh, they Jesus. get it done on the money line. The Bayheims roll again. Give me cues on the money line at the pussy pack. Colby. <laughs> Uh, I mean, nice. Uh, look, I, I hope I, I hope you're right about that, John. Um, Thank you. He's already benedicting his, oh, yeah, his yeah. NC State pick. Hey, pussy pack always fade big spots, so <laughs> it's been a while since we've heard that beautiful marching oh, band. Yes. Benedict uh, Dundee playing I'm both go- sides of the number. I'm going to uh, let's well first the dog is Butler. Butler Butler's gonna win out right. Ooh, They're okay. gonna win out right. Let's go. Uh, then the lock. Let's go with. G- give me Michael Crichton to take down UConn. Yes. Let's go. Great pick, Colby. Considered uh, making that my dog, but that's just a little. It's a little yapper. 
Well, that's why I went with a six and a half point dog. Yeah, I didn't want to be it's a real, real. I didn't want to give out any small potatoes. Um, but uh, UMass minus one is the other lock. They're gonna hmm. beat. They're gonna beat VCU. Hmm. All right. Not believing in the Rams. Are there any uh, any parlays we like, uh, gentlemen? Uh me, me and Colby. I think what I, me and Colby, what I heard was a Creighton Butler money line oh, yeah. parlay. Oh yeah, a little Big East. And if we want to yeah. get wild, we can put Wyoming in there. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Or Pitt. So you, Which one? Or Pitt? Oh, let's, let's do Pitt, yeah, Pitt as the third Pitt, leg. Yeah, yeah, Butler, Butler, Creighton, Pitt, Pitt. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna do my own parlay. Nice. That's just Pitt and uh, Wyoming on the money line. Oh, can I join that one as well? Uh, yes, I'm in. I've joined. <sighs> All right, I guess we're sitting down in the slot. Colby, are you are you jump other. are you jumping in on that parlay as well? Yeah, let's jump in on it. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You yeah. know, that'll yeah. be a fun one. Yeah, I mean, what that'll probably be twenty to one. Hey, I just did the math. Million to one. <laughs> Million to one. Great EV <laughs> numbers. Uh, Sorry, I don't deal. I don't deal in EV anymore. I only deal in V. Uh, we got plus a, V. Uh, Cousin Mush wants to know real quick. Quick thoughts on Bama making a no run this year. Well, <clears throat> the fact that uh, Cousin Mush is on it, I would say fade. Yeah, you got to be careful, Colby. And and I mean, I mean, first off, I mean, Bama's never been past the Sweet Sixteen yeah. ever. So uh, and that Paul Westhead philosophy always always sucks in March. But uh, here's another angle. Nate Oates is from Michigan. Juwan mm-hmm. Howard might be unemployed. Whoa. Whoa. What's a better job, Alabama or Michigan? So many Michigan fans are angry. With well, me I'd right say now. Michigan basketball has a has a better track record, but um, it's a good question. Alabama. I mean, both of them have crazy money coming with their future TV deals. Um, I, but I would think home is home, right? Some point, it does seem like you wouldn't be able to generate as much income in Alabama as as up in in Michigan, but you know, that would be my thing. Uh, speaking of money, uh, we got a, a forty dollars SGPN gift card uh, just awarded to uh, this gentleman. Email us podcast at sportsgivenpodcast dot com to claim your gift card. Uh, podcast review courtesy of Sports Doctor over on Apple Podcasts. Title the re- the review. Move over McAfee. The next podcast <laughs> to be purchased by ESPN oh. is SGPN. Finished with football time to get ready for March Madness. Can't think of a better way to spend some time laughing and winning money. Absolutely love the show. Like the Colby energy, not necessarily the Colby picks smiley face. So whoa, <laughs> whoa! I did. I did not. I did not uh, pull it because of the Colby slander, but it did. It did uh, make me. A chuckle here a little bit. I like to calling out the other uh, big names in corporate gambling. So he must wow. have, he must have had UVA minus uh, <laughs> two and a half. Yes, uh, exactly. Should have should have rode with me and Wake uh, there, sir. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the chat. Shout out to everyone. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Turn the notifications on so you know when we go live. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean at Second Money Green. He's Ryan. Oh, I can't believe you got that Syracuse jersey on again. Crave, let it ride.